0: Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm Diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.
6: FSR.
3: Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song.
6: Greetings. Welcome inside hour two of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. And before we get to uh, the game here, uh, something really shocking and confusing was just absolutely explained away, Mike Harmon. What is that? Bob? You know, look today, look today, is Star Wars Christmas or Star Wars Hanukkah? All the new shows that are going to be out on 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 Disney Plus and movies the next few years. Patty Jenkins is going to direct the next Star Wars movies. Be about fighter pilots. Uh, I don't know. Shouldn't
7: got- we see how Wonder Woman eighty four does first? Ooh, I think that's why they announced it now.
6: So Wonder Woman eighty four <laughs> can't come out. They take it away from her. Uh, but, I mean, it's exciting day, right? I mean, all these new things coming sure. out, all these new Star Wars. I mean, it's so cool. Zoe and I have been talking about it for the whole day. and uh, But then there's that one bit of, of uh, stuff that came out from Disney that – Chris Evans is going to be Buzz Lightyear in a Buzz Lightyear Origins movie. And suddenly everybody was crazy on Twitter. Oh, they're dissing Tim Allen. They, why? why you, you don't need it. I know you want to go younger, but you, Tim Allen's a voice. He can still do it. I don't understand. They're dissing Tim Allen. Uh, no, that's not what this movie is going to be. This movie is going to be a live action where Chris Evans plays the pl- the character that the Buzz Lightyear doll is based on. So he's going to play a real-life Buzz Lightyear, and then it fits into the Toy Story universe as well. Here's the Buzz Lightyear toy that they made out of this, like they have a Spider-Man toy and a Hulk toy. So he's going to be real-life Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger, which, you know, being, you know, in his late 30s, early 40s is why he's in that and not Tim Allen, who's in his 70s and is, you know, the last man standing. I was going to say, there might have
7: been some other reasons, but we're a sports show uh, and entertainment, so let's stick to that. Well, I don't know. The, uh, I, I
6: don't know you can put a guy who's 70 years old in a suit and make him a superhero. No matter what, what your political beliefs are, hey, no, man, I, I know you can make that work. With CGI, you can do whatever the hell you want, man. We got guys who've long been dead that are acting in movies, okay? so <laughs> oh, <that's>, well, <laughs> You did bring Peter Cushing back for, for the end of Rogue One, so there was that.
7: See, like I said, spoiler alert. Uh, but you have the the situation here that for Chris Evans, if he can be more the smart alecky Captain America slash Knives Out guy, I'm mm-hmm. in. Otherwise, you I'm eat out. blank.
6: You eat blank. Yeah. You eat blank. Exactly. Whoa, this is a Disney movie. Eat blank. You eat blank. You definitely eat blank. Eat blank. Eat blank. How the toys to really this. talk? You, you, you cool. That'll be in the outtakes. Uh, White so yeah, so I, I gotta say, initially, you know, a few years ago, I would see that and go, "Oh, come on, who's gonna go see that?" Now I see it and go, "Oh man, that's gonna be awesome!" Like when when they announced Ant Man, I said, "Okay, Marvel's clearly now got got too much power. Who's gonna go see Ant Man?" I mean, I, don't, I I collected Marvel comics. Ant Man was like superhero number like 5,000. Nobody cared about Ant-Man. I go, this is going to be the end of Paul Rudd's career. Who cares? Who's going to go see this? And then Ant-Man is like one of my favorite Marvel movies out of all of them because they're so funny. They're done so well. And Paul Rudd is fantastic. And and the supporting cast in the movie is fantastic. And I'm like, okay, they made Ant-Man work. I'm cool with it. Now I feel like, oh, real live? Chris Evans? Sure, Oh, that'll work. That'll work. Can't wait to see it. Ready to go. Yeah,
7: no, I I think we're all on board. There's so many of these things that were announced today that five years ago you would have had me going oh please super saturation then you say you know what there's a dearth of good quality there's a lot of content there's just the dearth of quality content so if you can get the storytelling machine uh to churn this out and get the best minds involved oh and those actors who are box office proof yeah then it then it all works and comes together beautifully Uh, i've got a couple of pitches for them for secondary and tertiary characters uh from deep i mean where's the egghead movie
6: I mean, Vincent you, Price, is fantastic.
7: Wait. Oh, I
6: thought you were going to say like you wanted a Mr. Potato Head and Little Bo Peep movie. Like, do you want an origins for that? Oh, like, well, that would know. be good too. I mean, oh, yeah. that that's a whole
7: other storyline. But you know, just going back into the DC universe, there's there's some other things to pay. I'm
6: in the middle of watching Joker again, so the brain is going down that that highway. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're so depressed. I'm sorry. Well, well, we'll try. We'll try to. I'll try to say some happy things for you tonight.
7: Thanks, buddy. I appreciate
6: it. <laughs> Twitter at how about a Fresca? Mike gets swollen dome the Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico studios right now Thursday night football it is just about over a game that's been over for a while the Rams are going to win this game over the Patriots likely the final score will be 24 to 3 Uh, we are at the two-minute warning and the Patriots have not been able to move the football the Rams are going to win this and improve to nine and four Jarrett Stidham playing the fourth quarter for Cam Newton, uh, five out of seven for 27 yards. But to talk about Cam Newton for a few minutes, right, because he was very he was a polarizing signing when the Patriots brought him in. And what that showed me when they brought Cam Newton in was one, Jarrett Stidham's not the guy. And because if he was, we were told all offseason how great Jared Stidham is. Jared Stidham would have been the starting quarterback. They would not have signed Cam Newton. So they knew Jared Stidham is not, oh, but Bill Belichick's got to, no, Bill Belichick can be wrong about guys. He can be wrong about a guy. He can be wrong about Jared Stidham. Because he absolutely was. So they go out and get Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a curiosity. Maybe he plays well, maybe he doesn't. Cam Newton has been awful this season. He has been Awful. Five touchdowns, nine interceptions. All right? The only guy that's thrown less touchdowns is Sam Darnold. Uh, you know? And, and I actually think Sam Darnold's thrown more than Cam Newton. Uh, he's five touchdowns and nine picks. Now, he has run the ball okay. He's run for 400 sure. yards and 11 touchdowns. So, okay. But you're still talking about a guy who has accounted for through the air, 2,000 yards passing and and a quarterback rating that is in the bottom five of the NFL. You can't win that way. And we told you that Cam Newton was not going to suddenly hit the fountain of youth. It had been five years since Cam Newton was good. He had been out of the league for a while. His last really good year that Cam Newton had, His last really, you, go, you go back to his MVP season of 2015, was great. The next few years, They were okay years. They weren't awful years. They were just okay. But when was the last time Cam Newton was really good? 2015. And the guy played two games in 2019. Coming back here, you were asking too much of him. They did a great job early on in the year into tailoring the offense around Cam Newton. And he had a couple of games from the beginning of the season. You go, hey, wait, maybe Cam can really be that good. But then you realize, boy, the Seahawks' defense is just absolutely god-awful, and that's the, the last time he's had a big game that he was in it near the end. Uh, he's just not good anymore. He's not. He's going to be a one-and-done with the Patriots, and he's going to try to hook on someplace else next year where now New England is going to figure out who their next quarterback is. It was a bridge year for the Patriots. They kind of gave this year up so they can save money, salary cap, for next season to go in, and next year's going to be their year. Belichick can sit back and say, you know what? I tried. With all we had this year, I tried. Because it's an uphill battle in the AFC because you're now going to be two and a half games out of a playoff spot. It's going to be very difficult. They tried with no talent. We knew we weren't going to go in to try to win this year. We were taking this all the way down to the studs because we had to. And the other reason is we're not going to try to go toe-to-toe with Tom Brady because... Look at the super team they've built in Tampa with all those offensive weapons for them. If we look like we're going toe-to-toe, I'm not going to lose this to Tom Brady. So we're going to really not try to compete in 2020. And, all right, they're right around 500. But next year is their year, and it's going to be replacement of quarterback. You're going to have new weapons everywhere. It's going to be an entirely bright, shiny new toy. It'll be a Buzz light-eared Christmas for Patriots fans after this year because this is where they now go after what the next generation of Patriots go going to be cam Newton had a year to show is he still a starting quarterback in the NFL and he really isn't Uh, you know it's he's a bigger quarterback bigger quarterbacks break down early once it got post 30 you knew cam Newton was only going to have a couple of years after that and clearly he has hit that side of the mountain where cam can only do so much and it's not really enough to be a starting quarterback in the NFL
7: yeah I mean you you look at all the losses between the COVID opt-outs Obviously, the the quarterback moving on. Uh, your favorite guy. Uh, the the biggest loss, otherwise, was the retirement of Dante Scarnecchia. And I'm sure I don't I don't have the sound up. And you know what happens when you have the uh, closed captioning. Sometimes words get butchered, so I can't say whether they mentioned him or not tonight. But they got absolutely obliterated uh, in between the. Uh, you know, in the trenches, for lack of a better term. Offensive line just got beat up. Oftentimes, Newton had no chance to even try to set in the pocket to make a throw and was ready to take off time and again. So, and he, tonight uh, they closed down every running lane. A Couple of obvious called runs. That that red zone possession was just ridiculous. Uh, three straight run calls, and none of them uh, had a prayer of gaining you more than six inches. So, just uh, all, all in all, a, a pretty pretty bum effort there. They don't have dynamic playmakers on offense. We've talked about this. Throughout the year, you get by on guts, guile, and your defense hanging around, trying to shorten games as best you can. Uh, the guys you expected to take huge leaps up didn't. You saw a little bit of Nikhil Harry tonight, but without a guy like Julian Edelman or a steady receiver to move the chains, you're, you're just not finding any level of continuity, and you'll, you'll be good enough to hang around and, and take advantage of some bad defenses that will get out of their fundamentals the rams don't do that right they'll make some mistakes offensively but generally you know they're pretty on point game to game with without huge lapses the only one i can think of is obviously that horrific start to the miami game otherwise they played good sound fundamental football for the the patriots they just don't have a dynamic playmaker if they get down it gets uh, awful dicey to see, and you watched it tonight. It was just painful. Some of those three and out sequences, like are are you just trying to shorten the game and and get out of here? And and the Rams, they like I I would be remiss if I didn't bring this one up. But with about six minutes left, they had one of the greatest possessions ever. Move the ball, then create a, a penalty. That it's now ah oh, it's second and twenty one. Meanwhile, they're just bleeding clock. And just running the game down. Wait a minute. They just had a first down. That's right. They took another hold. Ah, Smart move. And then all of a sudden you look up and it's inside of four minutes. That was the four minute offensive offenses
6: moving hardly at all. Twitter at How about a fresca? Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. Just like the Cowboys are gonna need to be torn down after this year. The Patriots, but they've already started. It's like we've already torn the house down. We're just gonna start building up next year, and it's gonna be one and done for Cam Newton. And if he can he find a job in the NFL next year, yeah, but it ain't gonna be as a starter. 87799 on Fox, 877-996-6369, the Jason
3: Smith show with Mike Harmon. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
4: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
3: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals.
0: mtv's official challenge podcast is back for another season and guess what so are we just in case you forgot i'm tori deal i'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion
7: to start listening
6: fox sports radio the jason smith show with my best friend mike Harmon. no one has a deeper song rolodex than we do here on the show uh it is over thursday night football goes to the los angeles rams a dominant performance they beat the patriots 24 to 3 joining us now on the hotline you can follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer NFL on Fox Insider Extraordinaire, and when you go by GNC, hey, a brand new line from Jay Glazer, powered by GNC, unbreakable performances. There, just look for the the, the capsule with Michael Strahan's face on every single one, and that's what you buy. Uh, Jay, what's happening, buddy? No, wrong face, man. He's on everything else, but this. <laughs> How's it going, man? How are things going with GNC? This new partnership? Oh, it's fantastic, man! I love it. You know,
8: look, and you know, we were working on it, uh, before obviously COVID happened, and you know, it's it, it's for us, it, it's more than just you know a a line of you know proteins and amino acids and and um, the pre workout drinks, which we need to train people unbreakable, and so they've got to be clean because of all the players that we train there. Um, but it's also part of a mission. Like GNC jumped on board fully with this with with uh, MVP for our veterans, and, man, so percentage goes to, to, uh, to our vets, to MVP. Uh, they're doing uh, fundraisers at GMC by asking people to, to, you know, round up to the nearest dollar, and they, uh, they're fully on board with us. And it's also, you know, for them it's, it's a different mission because, it's, you know, it's, if you look at it, it's for everybody, right? But we're also trying to, you know, convince people that we build you up for the inside out, which is the nutrition part, um, but also the mental health part.
6: Again, yeah, check that out, Jay, on Twitter at Jay Glazer, also GNC. He's got a lot of stuff on it. Uh, congrats yep. on that. Uh, let's Go start to with GNC.com, baby. GNC.com, all right, and that, and look for Stray, right, if I click on Strahan's face, no, I get... No, get, no, Wrong. no, no, stra- no, he has other stuff. no.
7: He's got, he's got enough of the universe. Jay's got, Jay's uh, exactly using right. the boxing right. back out and grabbing his own share right there. <laughs> yeah,
6: there all right, well, hey, tonight, Jay, we talked about it, a, a great defensive effort by the Rams, and look, they, clearly they are showing they could be the best yep. team in the NFC. You know, they have, the only team they really have a problem with is San Francisco. Maybe it's just a bad matchup for them. Right. Are you believing even in the Rams being this good, uh, you know, as we get towards the later part of the season? I am,
8: as long as, as Jared Goff kind of goes by Jared Goff. He doesn't make mental mistakes. But yeah, defensively, you see what Staley's done. And look, when Sean McVay, um, it, it was funny because we were doing a Bellator fight last year. And actually, it was a whole MVP card here in LA. And Sean McVay and, and Andrew were working a lot of the Rams were coming to support MVP. And um, all of a McVay calls you goes, Man, I man, I'm going to try and get there, but I can't. I've got this young defensive coordinator in that I'm trying, to, man, I'm trying to get him to come here to Denver, and we're having dinner with me and Veronica and him and his wife, and I don't think it's going to be done in time for, for me to get to the fight, but I'll try, and can I bring him if I want to? And my, He's like, <laughs> man, he went full court press on this defensive coordinator, and now we see why. We understand why. Why he was so excited. And, you know, Staley's a young guy also, and, man, just the energy and excitement he brings, but I mean, look what he's done with a guy like Leonard Floyd. Look what he's done just defensively. The only thing that can hurt them is when Jared Goff has a game like he did against Miami where he just doesn't feel anything. So as long as he plays like, you know, he, he did in a ball year or he did tonight, yeah, they're a really difficult team to beat.
7: On the other side, Jay, coming in tonight, 500 team. Cam Newton, though, nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. The offensive line bad and no playmaker to make a play. You know, what What do you do with him these final couple games? We saw Jared Stidham towards the end, and yep. is he long
8: for New England? I think you sit him and you go with Stidham. And, you know, I thought they were going to go with Stidham going into this year, and they liked him a lot. But, you know, it's real interesting because on our pregame show today, Terry Bradshaw, uh, I was telling Terry, hey, Cam actually has this, this oblique that's been pretty bad, pretty painful the last couple of weeks. And Terry said, you know what? I've been watching him on film, and he has this weird throwing motion right now. Mm-hmm. We kind of rock back on his lower back, and he, you know, it's, it's just so different. He goes, the way he's throwing it, and it's odd how it, it's coming out of his shoulder. And he goes, you know, it looks like it's from the shoulder injury in the past. And that's when I said, well, he has this oblique. He goes, well, you know, it's kind of like one is causing the other, and then if you do that, it causes that oblique to do that. And then obviously your oblique is hurting. Then that's going to mess up your whole core with everything else. So at this point, yeah, I would shut them down. I would shut them down for the year. You know what you got in there. You don't know what you have in them.
6: Let's see what you have there. Jake Glazer with us here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. All right, now, to get away from the game, uh, Jay, you had the big scoopage the other day, Dez Bryant, the positive COVID-19 test. He couldn't play in the game against the Cowboys. Uh, he's been all over social media tweeting, I can't believe this. He tweets out today, I had a couple of negative tests. I'm not happy about it. Uh, there's a lot of stuff swirling around this story. Take us through this thing with, with Dez and the positive test and where it sits right now. Well, you know, now they put him on the list. Uh, so he is on the list. So he's going to
8: miss the game on Monday night. That, that's, there's no question about that. It was pretty wild, especially when we're doing a pregame show, and I got you know, word while we're doing the show that Des is tested coming back inconclusive. So, you know, for me as an insider, I'm sitting there, man, I'm, I'm going crazy. because I'm, uh, I'm trying to get confirmation. You guys know me. I don't go with anything unless I get triple confirmation. Well, it's kind of hard to get triple confirmation when all your guys are out there on the field playing or, you know, practicing <laughs> right. and warming up. So, it's, you know, it's difficult, but I, I finally do. But as it was going on, I, I get word of this. And mind you, our main feature for the show was with Jeff Bryant and Tony Gonzalez. I had done an interview with him, you know, the day before. And we were really pumping up, obviously, him going against Dallas. Man, it was just – it was crazy. And, you know, as this goes on, so they then pull him off the field and – kept him again, and then that comes back positive, so they send him home. And it was just, listen, I'd like to say it was just, oh man, it's so crazy, but instead I'm just going to say it's 2020. It just goes in line with everything else. There's nothing here. In fact, I called one of my guys on the Ravens when this was going down. I said, so what happens now? And he's like, no idea. I'm like, well, like what's going to happen with all the players? If they get? He goes, no idea. Like, we I, I, just no idea. Like, it's just you know what else can happen at this point, and um,
7: and that's what he said. He's like it's 2020, like there's nothing. You know, you can't make it up. Roll with it as it comes. He's Jay Glazer at Jay Glazer on Twitter. Part of the Broadcasting Hall of Fame, Fox uh, NFL on Fox, Fox uh, Football every Sunday morning, and you see him on Thursday nights. Uh, and your occasional
8: now this Monday, week Tuesday you saw me on Tuesday well. nights and Monday day, and yeah,
7: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
6: 6 a.m. on Wednesday, we're going to get a new thing yeah, from that's Jay. Right. Be right. All the time. That phone's going to ring. Anytime.
8: Oh, my God. It was cra- this was a crazy one this week.
6: Yeah, but,
7: you know, you take a deep breath and you keep going. Uh, you've got all your, your different work. We talked about GNC, obviously the Unbreakable Performance Center, and emerging vets and players. Everybody take a look at that, vetsandplayers.org. Employ implore you uh, as you look to your holiday giving. If you can uh, find it in you, go read the story and, and see uh, the work that they're doing uh, there as well. Uh, Jay, on the field in, in Philadelphia, the Sting mm-hmm. song, If I Ever Lose My Faith in You has come to fruition as Carson Wentz uh, goes to the bench. Jalen Hurts will get his shot. Uh, Doug Peterson's got f- four more weeks to try to watch this play out. Is this the last of Carson Wentz and Philly?
8: I can't answer that because I don't know how Jalen Hurts is going to respond. Now, and, you know, at this point, they knew that Carson's just lost his confidence. So they had to put him, they had to put him over on the side. He just couldn't see things out there. And he saw even when Jalen came in there, he was at least taking shots. And when guys lose their confidence, things slow down just enough for them, where they hold on, they hold on, they hold on. That's what you saw with Cam Newton tonight. That's what you've been seeing with Carson Wentz. He's just been holding on the ball too long, and you know that's when you you make mistakes. Um, And you know, I think a guy in in Carson, it's wild because his contract—I can't remember—a similar situation to this. Where a guy drafted, you know, top three, three pick, and then he plays well, and you pay him, and then he just loses it. I, you know, we've seen it in baseball with guys, but you know, with like you know, mental hitches, but we haven't really seen it here in the NFL. I can't remember anything happening like this with a name, especially you know, this big. So he has 34 million dollars against the cap next year, whether he's on the team or not. So if they get rid of him, they, they clear up some money, which next year. Um will probably more important to the owners because they're not gonna have as much capital and cash flow because of COVID this year. But cap wise, if he's on a if he's there as a backup next year, thirty-four bucks. If they could trade him before the third day of the league year, uh they get out of his I think his his roster bonus uh or another bonus there, but it's still going to be thirty-four against the cap for a guy who's no longer there. There is no good answer out of this, except that somehow Carson Wentz somehow magically regains the form he had before he that that ACL.
7: Can he go into the uh, meeting rooms at all and point around and say, look what you saddled me with on this offense?
8: Well, I don't know if it's so much you saddled with him with the offense. I mean, you can't look at that. He's got to look at himself. You know, there's, no, it's, listen, you know, the great quarterbacks, they raise everybody up around them. So I don't want to blame the the rest of the offense. No, I don't want to do that at all. It's, it's Carson. Carson is and I had reported it from Fox NFL Sunday. He lost his confidence when they drafted Jalen. Like, it got to him. Where Aaron Rodgers looked at it, when they went and got Jordan Love, he's like, all right, you know what? Screw me, screw you. I'll show you. And I know there are two different guys in two different situations, but that's the attitude you need to have. Instead, it just got to Carson.
6: Hey, Jay, lastly, uh, obviously, I'm just picturing those last two weeks, Bruce Arians just texting you all the time because there was no game. They had a lot of time off. Uh, no, and- no, I think he put his cell phone away. <laughs> uh, are they gonna this last week? Is it having the week off, having some time to decompress, get back at it? Can they solve their issues now and, and make a big run here? This final four weeks is—is is this going to be a good time for them to have that buy and then get back at it? I think it actually
8: came at the, at the perfect time for them because it was—I think they were, it was—you know—they were, they were almost pressing a little bit too much to figure out what was going on there. So sometimes you just need to take a step back and, and
6: exhale. And you can't usually do that during a season unless you get a buy. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer, NFL on Fox Insider. Check his stuff out at GNC.com. Also on Twitter as well. Jay's got a bunch there as well. Jay, appreciate it, my friend. We'll talk to you next week. Enjoy the rest of this week. All right. Happy Hanukkah, Jay. Happy Hanukkah. All right. Great stuff there from Jay Glazer. Hey, we got more NFL, more coming off this game. Uh, Something really big. But first.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what?
6: Twitter it. How about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Carmen live from the Geico Studios. Now, the Rams winning tonight, right? And, and it, it's a big win for them because here they are, 9-4, a dominant win. They put everything together against, a, against a, def, a defensive wizard like Belichick. Jared Goff looks a little bit better than he did in the Super Bowl. Uh, not great, but Goff was good enough. And this mm-hmm. is why the Rams are good enough to be the best team in the NFC when the end of the season comes. Look, I'm not sold on the Saints because the Saints as talented as they are and they got no problems right now clearly their schedule has not been something where I can say what's their definitive win they've beaten Tampa Bay twice guess what Tampa Bay seven and five All right, So it's not like they've been lighting the world on fire. Uh, So I I don't know how good New Orleans is. I know how well-balanced the Rams are. And outside of Buffalo, they're probably the best well-balanced team in the National Football League. Jared Goff can do enough. They can run the ball enough. Doesn't matter. Look, now Cam Akers is running for 160 yards. Doesn't matter. But the main thing is the NFC is just not good. All right, if you said to me who are the best six or seven teams in the In the National Football League, I would tell you the Bills, the Steelers, the Titans, and the Chiefs. All four of those teams are better than anybody coming out of the NFC. Then maybe you can get to the Saints and the Rams, but this is why the Rams can rise up. Look, as all the other teams, you can dress up the Giants and Washington. Hey, look, they're coming. No, they both stink. They're 5-7. and seven. They're not doing anything. The Packers, they've lost big to good teams, so how good are the Packers, really? The Saints, we talked about them. The Rams, the Seahawks have trouble. You know, It wouldn't surprise me if they somehow found a way to lose to the Jets this week because they found a way to lose to the Giants last weekend, Colt McCoy. So the, the NFC is really not very good. And if I was handicapping what I thought the NFC championship would be right now, I would say, well probably well the saints are going to most likely have the buy the one team to have the buy so i would say saints and rams only because everybody else i don't know that i believe in them as much as 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 i should or, or 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 would have a few months ago a couple months ago rather because nobody's really separated themselves i've watched all these teams in the afc get better kansas city has been terrific all season tennessee they had a they had a bad game last week against the browns but they showed you the machine like way they can win the steelers finally ran out out of magic but you know how good they are the bills are playing phenomenally right now they've all raised up their level of play whereas the nfc everybody's kind of come back to the but they've kind of hit their level where hey we're we're this kind of team week six and we're still the same kind of team week 12 so the rams are the only one that have really kind of made a a big jump there and so that's why i like them but it's a combination of them being good and the nfc not being good
7: well, and as we talked with Jay Glazer about and something I had re- you know, proffered earlier, as long as Jared Goff is, uh, well, the, there's good and evil settings on him. Uh, and when he's set to, and everything else is working, like Cam Akers running wild and the defense being absolutely disruptive on all levels, then Jared Goff doesn't have to try to make throws to push them into games. That's my only fear for them. But is that the the same fear as, hey, I think Green Bay's defense, other than a little bit with Jair Alexander on the outside, they're beatable. You can run on them if you commit to the run and don't fall behind 14 nothing early. Uh, that t- defense can be had. We've seen them give up big games. New Orleans, is it Taysom Hill or is it Drew Brees? Delicious theater to come here in the final weeks of this regular season into the playoffs, right? Drew Brees, uh, can they heal Every set of ribs in his body fast enough and outfit him with a flak jacket thick enough to protect him but not thick enough to where he's immobile uh, going forward so, so questions to be had there's just in, on the NFC side I think all of these teams at their best are, are they can have an incredible you know every given Sunday kind of moment but they can also be absolutely craptastic see Rams Miami see New Orleans uh, in, in a couple of their spots. And and again, those were before Taysom Hill. Oh, even that game against Denver was awful. They ended up winning going away, but they didn't look good doing it. That was just a uh, close your eyes, pinch your nose, and advance three hours, and away you go. So uh, fun times all around. Just can't wait till uh, they're battling in Tampa, and it's going to be a fun grid to to play out because i i don't know that you can handicap it really well a lot of money to be made
6: twitter at how about a fresca mike gets swollen dome the jason smith show with mike carmen live from the geico studios well now that we've kicked off this week in the nfl coming up next we're going to take a look at some of the biggest games of the weekend because this is clearly the biggest week of the nfl so far with so many big matchups we break them down and give
3: you our picks some some of the big ones coming up next fox Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
6: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Let's see, how do you combine a Star Wars song and make it sound like Mannheim Steamroller Christmas? Got it! Right here. Tell you, Alex Teichert's Spotify account is next level. Uh, I mean, that's really well done because you're also
7: working to a song that's been in the public domain a while, so you can work with that as your base.
6: Yeah. Also, man, we don't have to worry about paying the rights for it. It's a public domain site. I you know we're exactly. Good. That's D- D- I don't mean. pay any cash. It's all good. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We just watched the Rams beat the Patriots 24 3. We'll have more on this game coming up in a few minutes. But uh, now that we are kicking off this week in the NFL with Thursday Night Football, this clearly is the biggest week of games in the NFL so far. There are so many big games with playoff implications. It's just one of those weeks. You know, some weeks we have a bunch of games, and it's okay. the Kind of a garden variety. We have a generic slate of NFL games, but still, you know, football is football, and the games are. But this week you have so many games between big teams and teams big uh, outcomes that could shape the playoff race the rest of the way. Let's take a look at some of them right now, because there's so many to get to between tonight, tomorrow, everything else. want to make sure we have equal time for everything. And I'll tell you, Mike, the first thing, oh, look, the, the game of the week I'm looking at is the Steelers and the Bills. And I know that you can see the Steelers from the aspect of, all right, they lost their game and they got it out of their system. They'll be back in focus and ready to play. Well, they're going to get boat race by the bills on Sunday. This is a tired Steelers team. That's finishing up three games in 12 days, a short week. The bills are peaking. I got a feeling this is going to be a runaway by the bills. And it's one this would be one of those 38, 28 games where it does not really that close. Uh, You know, the, the Bills' defense is not that great, so the the Steelers will be able to pile up points and pile up yards, but I can see this being one of those games where the Bills get out early and they just kind of roll their way through, and it's a game to take the over on, but the Bills, they're going to win this by double digits.
7: Yeah, the curiosity here, we know not all of the 256 are created equal, right, in terms of how you come out of the game. Pittsburgh, the last two games are against Baltimore and Washington. Those are bloodbaths for 60 minutes, right? Hard-hitting, in the trenches – a lot of physicality, and now you go up against the Bills. They're giving up about 26 points per game, but the defensive front can still get after it. You still are struggling running the football, and all the injuries on defense should make for some excitement for those that have jumped on board the Josh Allen bandwagon. Uh, I just released a a video yesterday that is being circulated at Fox Sports Radio uh, talking about the MVP being his to
6: lose. And it was, wasn't after week two you said it. You actually waited until we actually had a bunch of games to break it down to say Josh Allen's the MVP.
7: Well, I, I had named him my man crush of the year before we got into it. But uh, for the MVP stuff, why not actually you know, talk <laughs> about
6: MVPs? You know when it matters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we talked with uh, Jay Glazer about Tampa Bay and Minnesota. This is another big game on Sunday. Look, Minnesota, we told you, they were going to find their way back in the playoff race because they're a good team that just had a bad start. Here they are at 500. Everything is within their grasp right now. But the Buccaneers, I agree with Jay, the buy came at the right time for Tampa. Where you're going to see some new things in the offense, some very Tom Brady friendly things in the offense now because with this time to sit back and say what, what what do we do now? We're 7 and 5. This is not the year we thought we were going to have. Well, we got to stick with what works and what's not working, we got to throw it out. We got to pare down the playbook a bit and we have to get a little bit more dynamic on Offensively, you're going to see that. This is going to be a big win from Tampa Bay. Again, this is going to be a game they win by double digits. There'll be a lot of offense on here because the Vikings are talented too. Kind of like the same way, same kind of game we're going to see from Buffalo and, and, and Pittsburgh. But this will be a ton of points for Tampa Bay. And on Monday, we're all going to be talking about is this finally the Tampa Bay team we expected? I expect them to come out big with a huge win, a lot of points on Sunday. I wouldn't be surprised if Brady threw for five touchdowns.
7: Got to see how much we can get the uh, play action in. You know, the thing you and I have been banging the drum for going on, uh, I don't know, 12 12 weeks now. (laughs) Just saying, Tom Brady needs those elements from back in Tampa. It would help if Ronald Jones didn't have to drop to his knees to catch a pass uh, and that Leonard Fournette every once in a while would secure one. But uh, those aside, you've got too much talent there, and two weeks to get, get ready and clean up and get healthy is huge for this
6: stretch run. Twitter at How About a Fresca? Mike gets Swollen Dome, the Jason Smiths are with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. So just a couple of previews there. We'll look at some other big games later on in the show. And if you miss any of it, don't worry. Our Best of Podcast goes up right after the show is over. iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can download it, subscribe, listen, rate us. We'll love you forever again. iTunes, it's wherever you listen to podcasts, you can get the Best of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Coming up next... I'm going to tell you something about the Patriots. You're going to go, wait, what? That's straight ahead right here. Fox Sports Radio. They suck. When
2: you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires.
4: Call 800-333-4KIA for
5: details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and five-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.
0: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level.